Hey guys, what's up? This is Josh. Uh, just real quick before we get into the episode, you're going to hear some weird things in the episode itself. Um, basically, it's us talking about how we gave you an extra episode this week, which actually didn't happen. So we were supposed to have a really cool interview with a gentleman and it ended up he couldn't do the interview or whatever um and so you know we you know Jason and I we uh we recorded this episode as bonus content it was supposed to be just a bonus episode however um now without the without the interview episode that we would normally release on Friday we're releasing this one on Friday instead so still getting the same amount of ectoplasm as normal but uh, just not anything extra like what we would suggest in the coming up episode. So, with all that being said, let's get it kicked off. Enjoy, guys. Sherman Williams don't have shit on this. What's cracking, everybody? My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What's up? Doing great. Motherfucker. <laughs> I, um, great. <clears throat> I, th- I don't know if I mentioned to you I mentioned that um, The Kansas City Bastards Yeah um, So they want I uh, had a standing offer to come on anytime Absolutely well, I took them up on that offer And so, now so. I'm going to be going on uh, As a regular You know every every week So That'll be freaking amazing Yeah oh, And uh, Tim Lyons I think that it's fair to say he's the head of the that podcast. He's yeah. going to be on our next news episode, which will be sweet. Yeah, it'll be totally sweet because he's like so go a, check uh, them out. That's, well, he's skeptical. He's what? He's skeptical about oh, yeah, all this absolutely. shit. So yeah, he was pushing me to the point of just beyond, or not just before becoming a dick about it, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There's de- so there. There's a definite uh, uh, fine line between being a prick and a, a cynic and an actual skeptic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So go check them out. It's the CaseyBastards.com, and they do current current events is what they do, and they play local bands uh, during their yeah. show, which is an hour long. Well, and they they're, all, they're all in a band as well. Play, so. They're all in a band themselves, correct? They are, and then uh, one of the other guys, JD, is a promoter. So Nice. That works. Very, very cool. Oh, I'd my like to God. thank Kip again for coming on. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Our last episode. That was a lot of fun. So, um, just in case you guys are wondering, like, hey, what the fuck? Like, why do we get an extra ectoplasm show? You know why? Because we fucking felt like it. That's why. <laughs> We uh yeah we didn't want to not no. talk about a topic because we have an right. interview this week we had an interview last week and we right. have an interview next week yeah so we wanted to give you guys like an actual topic show or whatever now if you guys have any uh, ideas suggestions about different topics that we could cover or touch on or whatever on this show hit us up nine one three seven three zero seven two five five you can text us call us whatever. Um, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com 
at Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter, the Ectoplasm Show on Facebook, and ectoplasmshow.com. And there's a zillion and a half different ways there to get a hold of us. So what um, what are we going to talk about uh, for this topic? Oh, we're going to talk about scary stories, but first I'd like to thank Big Rip. Yeah. yeah. Um, their motto or their tagline is lighten up dark matter. Have a craft beer. Uh, you could go to BigRipBrewing.com, and I'm drinking their Hefe right now, and it's great. Just like all the rest of their beers. Delectable. Mm-hmm. Delish. They're in North Kansas City, Missouri, and it's worth worth going to visit. Tell them that we sent you. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And I'd also like to mention that we're thinking about, I'll elaborate on it later, we were thinking about doing a membership area for the website. So listen up for that near the end of the show. Right. Absolutely. Which could be sexy. And we were supposed to do a giveaway with Big Rip. Yeah. And I just completely blanked it. So we'll do it next time. <laughs> Shit happens, right? It happens. Oh, my God. I'm hurting, man. You're hurting. Ugh. Yeah, I'm just hurting. It was back to work, you know what I mean? Back to the grind today. So Yeah, but it was only, what, four hours? It was like four or five. I put in like five and a half hours, actually. But yeah, I was just like, God damn. <laughs> back at it. I had a nice long break. I had like eight days, nine days off. It was kind of amazing, but whatever. I don't know what's going on. I can't hear you. You can't hear me at all? You're breaking up, like, seriously breaking up. Hmm. You can't hear me at all. Fuck me, man. You're leaving me here. One sec. You fucking hung up on me. You fucking hung up on me. You dirty bastard. I'm going to see Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey. I don't know what. You know what? You know what's funny? What's that? I just let that fucker, I just let it roll. Yeah. I did. I just let it roll. I didn't pause it. I didn't do anything. The whole thing, like, you hung up on me. You fucking, you fucking hung up on me. I couldn't hear you anymore. All I was hearing was, and then your voice, like, mixed in there. What if I, what if I was choking on something? Well, there's nothing I can do about it from here. I can try to scare you, I guess, somehow. Uh, I'm not going to lie, man. You freaked me out today talking about a scary story. Here's one for you. So I'm sitting there, and uh, I get this text message from Jason. He's like, hey, I need your address, and I need it now. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm not going to give you my address because the next thing I know... Like somebody's going to be knocking on my door or sneaking into my bedroom. I know bedroom. where you live. Yeah. But you know what I mean. I just don't know the number of your house. That's that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. God. I'm still I'm just freaked out anyway. So, speaking of weird people like showing up to your shit and showing up to your house, right? Yeah. I I read this story today. Um it's a little weird. I don't know what to, to think about this. So this guy, he says, a few years ago, I was home alone at night, uh, 
watching TV in the living room, and he hears his doorbell ring. He says, whenever I hear the doorbell ring, especially when I'm home alone, I'm always cautious, you know, to answer it. So I walk up to the people without turning on the porch light, you know, so they don't know if anybody's actually there or not. And uh, he ends up looking through the peephole there. He goes, it's really dark, but I can see a small figure. He goes, actually, it's more like a black blob. I don't know. It's definite shape. And it honestly had to be around three to four feet tall. And it was doing like a, a weird dancing motion, dipping down and oscillating its arms like if uh, a person was making their arms like uh, like wings, like flapping their wings, but gracefully. He goes, it was really dark outside, but this figure was more opaque. So I could see this going on. Now, after a few seconds, I stopped looking through the peephole because it was too freaky to look at. I regained some courage, looked back through, and whatever it was, was gone. To this day, still don't know what it was, and I get freaked out just thinking about it. So, what the hell, man? Like, what? Just wanted to party. Apparently. But, I don't know. It makes me think of the, the... Child that jumps out of the armoire and sitting oh. in the insidious. He jumps out and starts dancing. That's true. Oh my god! He was almost moving like that too. With it his was arms so and funny. Stuff. Watching that movie was so funny. With my wife watching that movie was great. She actually yeah, screamed a couple times out loud. It was amazing because <laughs> she does not do that. So yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, I don't know what that could be. It could be. It doesn't. I mean, the black eyed kids are usually pretty emo, so <laughs> I don't think they'd be dancing a little. <laughs> you gotta let me in your house. I'm gonna go cut myself. <laughs> oh my god! I got another one about uh, something. Something's. Uh, Actually, this one was in the house. In the damn house. Okay. Yeah, so... This story I'm about to tell you is true. It happened to my mother in 1959 in upstate New York. My mother was raised in a very strict Protestant home. She had seven brothers and sisters, as all families did back then. My mother was required to attend church three times a week. My grandfather was a very religious man. One Sunday, my Aunt Janet asked permission to attend a Catholic church with a friend that she had spent the night with. Although my grandfather did not agree, my grandmother gave her permission, figuring it would give her a little more insight into God. My my, My aunt attended Mass with her friend. While she was there, she saw the floating candles in the church lights to honor the dead. Well, as you may be able to guess, she took one and brought it home with her. The fuck? She lit the candle and put it on the vanity table near the window in the room she shared with my mother. My grandmother called them down for their Sunday dinner. While they were eating, all of a sudden they could smell smoke. Apparently the wind the wind had blown the curtains and the candle had caught them on fire. The fire was horrific. It practically destroyed the room. But they got it out before. Well, that's good. Um, burned down the house the grandfather being a man the man he was made everyone work to redo the room that day paint and all 
Whoa. At the end of the day, there was only one thing left to be done, which was to replace the window in that room, but that could not be done until the following day because everything was closed on Sundays. Oh, wow. Says my mother and sisters had pushed their beds together that night and made one big bed. <clears throat> the moon was full so they could see fairly well in the dark. At around 3 a.m., my mother woke up to a snarling sound coming from somewhere in the room. She said she almost felt paralyzed. As she stared or started to open her eyes, she could see this huge black gargoyle-looking thing standing at the end of her bed with these evil red eyes staring at her. She could see its snarling teeth. She could feel the heat of his breath on her skin. She was so terrified she could not move. She said it looked like... It looked to her or looked at her like, quote, I know you can see me. Wow. She laid there the rest of the night staring at this thing at the end of her bed until sunrise. It stood there. No. As the sun started to come up, it flew out the open window. My mother jumped out of bed, and as she did, she noticed these strange hoof prints made out of soot on the floor. As she walked from her room, there were more in the hall going toward her brother's room. She was too uh, frightened to say anything to her family, afraid that she they would say she was crazy. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, wow. this is like... Um, it reminded me a lot of the thing I saw in my dream. So far, I didn't really? see like, footprints or anything like that. That dream, yeah. I, when I talked about that thing that came by yeah. my house or whatever... Sounded a lot like this, but this thing stood there from three until the sun came up, staring at her. Just like looking at her. Yeah. Wouldn't you get sick of that? Like as I would gar- get as the gargoyle. No, just as the person being stared at. Like I can't. I don't like that when people. Would you, are just want, like, would you try to move if it wasn't yeah. doing anything? If would it was you standing try, there, would, I'd be like standing there I, staring at you. Yeah. If it was staring at me for like four solid hours, there would come a point where I'd just be like, can I fucking help you? Like, yeah, like right. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, seriously. My God. Now, I'm a lippy bastard You wouldn't want to make anyway. even the littlest flinch because it might lunge at you. Oh, bullshit. It wouldn't lunge at you. It might lunge at you. You never but know. Maybe <laughs> it was waiting to for movement. Maybe it's like... Like T-Rex? For, yeah, tell me, tell me it's like T-Rex. Oh, that's a myth. T-Rex can see without movement. Which I, I didn't know this. You learned that from Jurassic Park. That's, that's what I was true. getting at, man. That's exactly what I was getting at. I'm like, no, make the Jurassic true. Park reference right there. They don't, they don't know 100% sh- for sure, you know, because they don't How have like... They? Their, but they, they're pretty sure that T-Rex's eyesight wasn't based just on movement. I think it'd be pretty jacked. Anyways, I've heard of devil footprint stories and hoof prints oh, that yeah. burn into the ground or burn into the wood and never go away and right. stuff like that. And That's insane. I mean, it's weird that she stole this candle from the Catholic Church, but I don't know right. if that would necessarily bring in a demon. I don't know. That's what this is. I would say probably not. But no. what the fuck do I know? You know what I'm saying? Like nobody really knows. Still, that's weird. If she was a child. It could be a you know her imagination or sure. or a dream. But, but damn, but. Man. this is crazy. This is a good one too. Um, it's about premonitions, right? Mm-hmm. So I I tried to get as many different types of stories as I could here. 
But uh, premonitions says my ex-wife had several weird experiences because I'll just relate this one. So I'm at work one day when she calls me out of the blue and we were still married at the time. Obviously she usually did not call me during the day because she worked the night shift. So she tells me to call my friend Danny and make sure that he and his family are okay. Now, when I ask why she tells me that she had a dream, but can't necessarily remember it all but that I should call Danny and just make sure he's okay. So I call Danny and check in with him. I tell him about my wife's dream. He's mildly amused, but tells me that him and his family are are fine and to thank my wife for her concern. I call her back. I let her know that all is well. She's very dubious when she hears the news. Now, I find out later then that within 30 minutes of his phone call to Danny, that he got another phone call, Danny got another phone call from his uncle in Florida to tell him that Danny's son had just hung himself. Crazy, crazy shit. Yeah. Crazy shit. Isn't that weird? Has has anything like that happened to you? Like a premonition of any sort not that I can pen down as something I, I... everything that has ever happened to me has been so stupid and trivial and most likely just coincidence where I will be singing a song or hearing a song in my head the song's stuck in my head it won't leave the damn head I go and I get in the car first song that pops on the radio is that song you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, little stupid things. I know. It's really not. It's just rotation and airplay and being in the right place at the right time. That's it. I do know that I used to have friends that I, when I was younger, when they didn't have call waiting and stuff like that, we'd try to call each other at the exact same time over oh. and over again. Like, yeah, every few days we tried to call each other and we were usually calling each other at the exact same time. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, so I don't, I don't know. But that's nothing like the premonition either. But. Well, it's weird, though. Like, I've had a few times where, well, I don't know, I'll be thinking of a friend, and that friend will call. You know what I mean? Mm. Like a, a friend that I haven't talked to in weeks or months or what have you, and then they just call me. It's It's crazy like that. But anyway, I've never, I don't know, I've never had like an actual premonition what I would consider like a full-on premonition that would freak me out and give me goosebumps I've never had that but I'm also not like I don't know I don't think I'm tuned into that shit very well anyway no I'm just not probably not, <laughs> like, nah, probably, not. <laughs> probably not you don't got it Ooh. can you hear my dog barking barely Okay. I cannot hear hardly anything at all, though. No. All right, so my next one's about a Ouija board demon. Oh, really? All a right. Ouija board demon named Ilkerl. Ilkerl? I-L-K-E-R-L. All right. So it's a very unfortunate name. Very what? unfortunate name for that demon. 
Well, it actually spelled, it's an acronym or an oh. anagram for something, but okay. I'll get into that here. I was going to say, I am say, currently. <laughs> I'm like, wow, when they were handing out names, you must have been outside taking a piss, pal. Like, what does the matter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Continue. Says, I am currently 19 years old. The following supernatural occurrence happened around two years ago. In this story, I will be referred to as Liam. I will not specify where the following events occurred. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read all that little yeah. part. Um, okay. Says, I shall begin in John's apartment. It was about 10.30 p.m. when after much debate, we decided to hold a seance. After an equal amount of debate and discussion, we decided that since we were his guests, John was to be the medium. I've never played the Ouija thing. Do they call somebody the medium and somebody... They call it a seance that you're actually doing? I don't believe so. And the instructions? I don't know. I wouldn't know. I never looked. I don't believe so. Anyways. We had a Ouija board, but no planchette. This matter was easily overcome since John was able to provide us with a large whiskey glass. Perfect. For added effect, we turned all the lights and lit some turned off all the lights and lit some candles. We started when John with John asking, Is if is there a spirit or presence in this apartment, please move the glass. Now you must remember that we don't expect this to work, so we are pretty shocked when it does. Huh. It, um, I'm kind of skipping through the bull crap. Whiskey okay, glasses so ask, do work, though. I've used those before for a planchette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Says, would you be able to spell your name for us? Asked John, and the glass started a mood. It's spelled C-E-R-T-A-I-N-L-Y. So they asked, what is your name? And it's spelled I-L-K-E-R-L. Huh. And he said, or Paul, one of the guys said, isn't it obvious? It's an anagram for the word killer. Oh. <clears throat> Just rearrange the letters and it spells killer. So as we pass a glance at each other in worry and disbelief, we, could, we couldn't believe that this was happening. Should we carry on? Asked Jack. Maybe, Chris replied. We all put the session on hold for a few minutes. We were quite puzzled on what to do. We wanted to return to the seance, but we felt worried about the consequences because of this. We discussed with each other on what we knew about Ouija boards. They said that uh, they felt they needed to do another prayer before they went any further. Nobody cares what they said to each other. (laughs) No, I should have cut this down because I wanted to get to the meat of it, but they go into a lot of, like, describing what they're doing sitting on the ground. Okay, so the next... Ill Curl is still here. Could you please make a sign? Ow, said Chris. Uh, They asked what it was, and he said he was slapped across the face. Really? And then they asked, why did you hit John? And it spelled out, because I don't like him. Wow. And they said, why don't you like him? And it spelled, I do not like him because he is a twat. What? Says they laughed it off, um, but then it started getting intense. They asked, are you a ghost? And it said, N-O. It didn't go to the no. It spelled it out. Okay. 
then then they ask then what are you and it's spelled out e l p e n u m b r a l penumbra they said that at that moment the room went freezing and we knew they knew by referring to itself as el penumbra penumbra it was telling us that it was no ordinary spirit but a demon i'd never heard of this el penumbra one second because neither have i Okay, so this Excuse is their next question. El Penumbra, a demon? Irkel, are you a demon? And they say that it's spelled out, yes, now die. Huh. And they said after this, the room got even colder. And they noticed that there was blood trickling out of John's mouth. And... Then they said it's just started repeatedly, repeatedly spelling portal, P-O-R-T-A-L, over and over and over and over again. Wow. They were trying to move the glass to goodbye to close the session, but they couldn't move it. They were trying to move it to goodbye, and it wouldn't move for them. Wow. The glass got knocked onto the floor as they were trying to move it to goodbye. They started saying the Lord's Prayer. They... Um, they got up and ran and flicked the lights on, even though they didn't ever get it to go to goodbye. And they said it warmed back up instantly. But that night, they all had crazy dreams about these sitting. They were all sitting in a room um, with us just in a spotlight, a dark room that they couldn't see out of the spotlight. And they were seeing arms reach at them. What the fuck? But yeah, they didn't. They didn't ever try it again. So I wonder if anybody else has had that name come through. Right. Oh my god, man. They. It's kind of scary. At the same time, like I could see. Oh, okay, it's just made up. Like they just made up that story. But anybody can make up could a story. Be. Anybody can make up any of these. Exactly. Stories. That's why I'm like, wow. If this really did happen, holy shit. That's crazy. I know that the Zozo thing is really big right now. Uh, yeah, um, it is. It but is. But I've never me- I've never messed with the board. I just hey, don't feel like you, it. You've never done a, a Ouija session or anything like that. No, never. You know, the first time that I ever did it, I was I think shit, man. I was like twelve, maybe. And supposedly we're talking to Lucille Ball for like an hour when I was 12. Yeah, Yeah, supposedly. But, uh, yeah. Ever since then, never really did a Ouija board until then we filmed Yes, No Goodbye in New Orleans. When we filmed that, it was all Ouija board, you know? So it was a lot of... Ouija sessions and graveyards and spooky shit like that and oh my god I, I gotta say man I was I've never been like a firm believer in Ouija boards until you start feeling it move and there's absolutely no rhyme or reason for it because the people that are with you doing this want to call bullshit just as bad as you do you know what I'm saying? That makes you think. Yeah, it, I mean, it does. But It makes you think. Because it's like, okay, you know you're not the one moving it. However, 
you pretty much have are ninety nine point eight percent sure that the other some bitches around this thing with you aren't making it move either, because they don't fucking believe in it either, and they would love to prove it wrong. Ultimately, we would love to just prove this wrong and be done with it, but we can't. So I, why do people have to be touching it for it to move? Yeah, your guess is as good as mine, man. I don't know. Like I'm not. I'm just not that into it, I guess. Yeah, somebody out there that knows a lot about Ouija boards, uh, get a hold of us or spirit boards or whatever. What the fuck is up with your voice right now, dude? What? what <laughs> oh do you mean? Oh, my God, and now it's fine. Okay. How is it what? different now? Yeah, it's you sound fine right now. Going back and forth. What was it doing? Oh, my God. Does it sound evil? Yeah. <laughs> It sounded like you dropped into a uh, an electronic tin can for about three seconds there when you said, well, what is it supposed to be doing and all this stuff? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it doesn't want us to talk about it, I guess. Hey. I got another quick story here real quick and then we'll okay. move on. So, okay. This was called Reflections in the TV. Ooh. This is actually a nice one. This isn't a scary one. Well, I mean, it could be scary, but... This says, I was watching TV probably three-ish years ago. The TV had a small glare on it, and I could see the sunlight from the hallway reflected onto it. It was probably two to three in the afternoon. I was completely alone, and my wife was at work. I was watching TV and noticed the glare. The silhouette of a tall man stepped into it. He says, I froze solid and didn't make any movement or noise. In fact... If you were looking at me from behind, I would have appeared to remain in the exact same state. But somehow, the silhouette of the man stopped right when I noticed it, lingered for a second, appeared to raise its arm and wave, and then just stepped out of view. Wow. Says I didn't hear a door open or close, didn't hear a window budge or break or anything. It didn't find any evidence of anyone there. So it just uh, wanted to wave and say hi. Just say, hello. <laughs> wow. That's what I'm going to be. When I die, I'm going to be the waving ghost. You watch. You watch for me. Waving ghost. Jason. Weird noise out here. What's that? That was some weird noise. Some weird plane. Probably chemtrails. (laughs) Uh, Your dick's going to fall off in a week. Now that all the chemtrails and stuff like that. Promise. Just going to happen. Oh my gosh! So here's here's another footprint story for you, my friend. And uh, you being an outdoorsman, I want to hear your your take on this as well. Um, let's see here. Most memorable unexplained event in my life happened while snowshoeing a few miles away from a small northeastern town in Oregon. Have you ever gone snowshoeing? Um, I've once. never. I've never. Heard heard of it referred to like that but whatever okay that's cool yeah snowshoeing all right so the sun was just up and there was a fresh layer of snow um only about four inches worth of fresh snow the forest was quiet eerily quiet it was one of those places that just makes your hair stand on end i felt someone something was watching me At this point, I turned around to then head back uh, towards my car, only then to find a fresh set of human-sized prints right behind my own. Now, remember, she's 
this person, excuse me, is snowshoeing. So those are fairly large tracks, correct? That you're leaving. Yes, they are. Fairly large. I yeah. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, to have a fresh set of human-sized prints directly following those. That's that's a little weird. Now, it says the scary part is that the snow was about two feet deep and these prints were only pressed in only a couple inches. Did they say if they were, um, if they looked like they had shoes on or were they like uh, barefoot? Well, I don't know. It goes in, it goes on a little more here. It says there was, okay, so I said the prints were only pressed in just a couple inches. Uh, there was only the right print, only the right foot print. And it only occurred in intervals of 10 feet or so. They started from nowhere and ended near where I had stopped to then turn around. What the hell was following me? That's weird, man. 10 foot intervals and only the right footprint. What the hell is that? Oh, that's that's weird. <laughs> it is weird. I'm like, uh, fuck. What's going on, bro? Uh, you repeated that. What? I'm hearing myself back now, and you repeated. I heard you repeat yourself like three times. Dude, this is jacked up. Test. I can hear you just fine. I hear myself a little bit. I can hear you just uh, fine. No, I can hear you fine too, but I can hear myself too. Is it freaking you out? No, I just don't know why it's doing it. Damn. That's weird. Buddy. Anyways, so I don't know. I don't know why. The, uh, it's fucking weird to me. What it could be. I don't know, man. But it seems like it's just a normal-sized footprint. A human-sized footprint. So this isn't like fucking Sasquatch. Unless it's Baby Squatch. A one-legged Baby yeah, Squatch. One-legged Baby Squatch. Ten foot hop. Ten foot hop. Do they make those? Say it's possible. I and I'll fucking show you. Say it's possible. I'll it fucking show you. I think I'm going to come up with that rumor. <laughs> Baby squatch. I'm going to do something. What are you doing? <laughs> I can't. God. <laughs> Dirty rotten son. I think the USB connection is screwed. Oh man. That's not fun. That's not fun at all. Did we lose you, buddy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What? Dirty rotten son bitch. I think you're gone. He's gone forever. God. There he is. Hey buddy.
Oh, fuck, he hung up on me again. Yeah, he's struggling. He is struggling. <laughs> he's calling back. <laughs> hey, Pookie. I don't know what that was. I don't either. I don't hear myself back in my ears. Looking at the well, that's good. on your screen. We just that's need to true. start getting mo- making money can, oh so that we can God. buy better equipment. If anybody would like to donate, like the yeah, we need new shit. About putting a donate button. Yeah, I mean, we I would already have got to do it. That I literally anyway. already we need have new it. shit. We Bring would have shows. so much room. I'm actually sitting fine with my equipment. There, I said it. I think I'm okay. What kind of activity? I think I'm okay with my stuff. We need to get you a new mic. I think I that do one. If you want to hear a, 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 a scary Bigfoot story, a new laptop too. Yeah, I actually, I do. Do you? I love Bigfoot. I don't know. Big, I don't know why. In baby sad. It's like the board. Baby sad. All right, so yeah, this like isn't board first person. The like the computer wasn't itself. sensing the board. Or it's, the board and it's kind of lengthy, not too bad. Computer, I yeah, know. it was weird. I parked the truck at a big bog campsite and set up a small dome tent. Yeah, but I then started walking and scouting down. That's paranormal. The trail. They blanked out the name of the trail. I wish they wouldn't have. I oh. want to go there. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Till I reached the old log trail that circles the waterfowl refuge. Halfway around, I found a well-used animal trail. I took a picture and continued on about... Halfway around the refuge, I found another animal trail and a bottleneck that led to the water's edge. I followed it to the edge with no tracks finally i got to the creek and noticed cattails pulled up and flattened on the other side i took a picture i walked all the way around till it joined up with uh blank road (laughs) from there i followed priest road back to blank trail and back to the truck at my campsite in total it was about a three mile hike and it took me about two hours I had a couple of Pop-Tarts and a Snicker bar. Wow, he's detailed. <laughs> As a snack and started to set up my game cams okay. around the camp. So he was out there to look for Bigfoot. Yeah. Two facing at in at the truck at and tent and three facing away into the surrounding woods. I then threw out apples all around the camp area and put slices of fresh beef liver about 20 feet in front of both cams facing camp. Gross. I poured some honey in front of the other three cams and put black licorice on the honey. Oh, my God. Since I planned on sleeping in the truck, I put a pheromone chip on a stick next to the small dome tent. Inside the tent, I put my sound recorder with sounds I recorded earlier at home of sounds of snoring. So he was going to try to trick the Bigfoot into thinking he was in the tent. Wow. (laughs) When I was ready to go to sleep at night, my plan was to turn on the recorder and play the snore sounds while I slept in the safety of the truck. A bluff tactic. (laughs) After this was all done and ready, I sat down on my tailgate and ate a can of soup. When done eating, I tied a string about 10 foot to my belt loop. On the other end of the string, I used, I tied a used tampon and a pheromone chip. What my plan was fuck? simple. I have done this with tarsal glands and dough and heat during deer season yeah. to leave a scent trail back to where I would want the deer to travel and go in for a good shot. My plan this time 
was to go once again around the same route I took earlier around the waterfowl refuge straight back to my camp, a big loop to lead whatever would follow straight into my camp trap. It was close to 6.30 p.m. now, so I put on my pistol belt and knife in canteen and headed on my way, dragging behind the string with attachments. Who gave him the used tampon? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. As I walked along, I would take out my canteen and pour a little water on the chip and tampon so it would leave a damp trail. And now, every now and then, I would step on them to soak a spot with the scent. Instead of going straight through and around the refuge as I did the first time, this time I went and checked out the walking bridge by the old cedar cut or clear cut and sat on the bridge for about an hour just listening to nature. It was totally still, not even a breeze, and huh. off in the distance towards Blank Creek, I could hear a bunch of crows going off over something. It was getting late and would be dark soon, so I started back towards the trail around the refuge when I got to the first animal trail I watered down the tampon and chip and stepped the scent in then watered them down again and continued on the sun was down now and only the sky was light lighting my way as I passed by the bottleneck I stopped to water the attachments and stepped them in again as I did this I heard a branch snap back down the trail about what I figured to be a couple hundred yards I moved out and started to hear moaning coming from down the trail. What? I started to run, but it was getting hard to see. I pulled my knife and cut the string and threw it down the trail and climbed a small balsam tree. The tree was about eight inches in diameter. I got up as far as the branches would allow me, <laughs> wrapped my arms around the trunk and kept totally quiet. I could hear the moaning and sounds of the steps coming closer down the trail. Then I could hear it stop, the sound of breathing, and then steps again getting closer. It was right under me on the trail, then a loud moan and a snort of air, and it was shaking the tree that what? I was in. I couldn't see anything. I was terrified. I could then hear it trying to climb the tree and branches breaking. Then again and again, at one point, it seemed to be right under my feet. I started to yell, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I drew my knife and tried to climb higher, but the branches were too small. The breathing seemed to be right under my feet, then crashing again down to the ground. Wow. Then in the distance down the trail, I heard a high-pitched whine. Under me, it went silent. I stayed in the tree motionless, almost in tears from fear. Huh. After about an hour of not hearing anything below me, I undid my pistol belt and wrapped it around the tree trunk and put my arm through it as a safety harness. I stayed in the tree all night. It did not come down until it was completely light outside. My arm was numb. My left leg was in massive pain from the way it was bent. Then I started down the tree. The branches about four feet below where I had been trapped had been all but snapped off. Wow. I had to hang and drop at least 10 feet to the ground. I ran back to the main road and got to blank trail and to camp. Got in my truck and sped home. I left the cams and tent there. Oof. He got home at 8.30 a.m. 
and at 1 p.m. he decided to go back to get the tent and cams. There were no pictures, and the camp was untouched. What? Says, tomorrow I will go back armed and take pictures of the tree and look for tracks. I do not know what it was. It was big and very determined to get me in the tree. The next day he went back to the tree. First thing I noticed is there was no scratches or claw marks of any kind on the tree trunk. To me, this ruled out a bear. Whenever in the past I watched or found a tree that a bear had climbed, it always left claw marks. Damn. I don't know, man. He found a bunch of hair and broken branches. There was a bad smell all over the tree. The tree next to it was also broken in half. What do you make of that? Do you think it's just complete bullshit? It's pretty detailed if it's bullshit. I don't know. It goes on for another... It's a BFRO account, so they have all kinds of details in here. Sure. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, he seems to know what he's doing. Yeah. In the sense of knowing the outdoors. Exactly. He planned all this. Right. I, other than apes and bears, there's no, there's not supposed to be any apes in North America. Sure. I don't, I don't, other than another human doing that to try and scare him, I don't <laughs> know what it could be. That would be a bored human, though, wouldn't it? Well, maybe it was like a friend. I just want to <laughs> fuck with him. But that being said, that's pretty it's pretty ballsy if you know yeah. your friend has a pistol yeah that's a good point god damn I don't know man it's weird it's really weird like I said I well, uh, I'm gonna go out and hunt Bigfoot but I don't think I'm gonna bring any used tampons no I don't think so I'm gonna skip out on the tampons but I would go I would go on a Sasquatch hunt with you we will we will yeah <laughs> why did you say it like that? You know why I said it like that. I want to go in and I want to enjoy myself. Did you wanna... see that? That? Uh, uh, did you see that? That post I shared on on Facebook. I just did a see couple that. hours ago. I did see that. By the by, yeah. I would take Jason Voorhees any day. <laughs> yeah, you'd be dead. <laughs> it's fine with me. <laughs> you'd rather be dead than probed. Exactly. I would rather uh, be dead than than probed. In any way, shape, or form, by Bigfoot, alien, or otherwise. There I well, you might be singing a different tune when we're out in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Good stuff. Do you got any more stories? I have a lot more stories. Do you have stories? I have. I'm fresh out of stories. I have a one, two. I have three more stories. Okay. They're not as not as long as that last one, but. This one is about an upright canine lurking in a Florida neighborhood. What? So this is their account. We had a house in South Florida back in the early to mid-80s. For over a week, our neighborhood had a series of what I believe were werewolf stockings. It was June, around 9 p.m. I was out back on the patio. At that time, no one had fences around their property because of they all knew each other. And they all had families and stuff, and they played together and, and whatnot. Sure. 
Only exception was the family across the street from us. They had a seven-foot-tall cinder block wall behind their house. (laughs) They had a large wooded piece of property and kept equipment out there. Wow. The wall enclosed three sides of the property. Okay. uh, Anyways, uh, as I sat there, you could hear the dogs in the neighborhood begin to bark. Then everything got quiet. A lone howl started, so I howled back. He said, I'd do this rather well. I'd watch Nat Geo and would mimic wolf <laughs> cries just for fun. That's funny. Anyways, this went on for about five minutes. Each time the howl from the other end got closer. Down the road are train tracks that run north to south. The sound seemed to come from that direction. I started to get spooked as the howling stopped. Our Shoot. yard had brushes and a tree on the side where the sound came from the hair on my arms and neck started to stand up so i felt like i should go in as i stood i heard movement in the bushes i glanced over and saw something move i didn't wait to see what it was so i booked it in the house or i didn't yeah i didn't wait to see what it was so i booked it in the house i stood by the door which had glass panes on it i watched as something very large and dark moved about the bushes It moved away, and I could no longer see it from my vantage point. I went to the front porch to look out the windows, hoping to get a good look at whatever it was if it came out that way, but it never did. Okay. And then he said he went to go lay down, but about less less than an hour later, his brother came home. He came to my room, and as he was as white as paper, he was shaking all over, his eyes the size of saucers, I asked him if he was okay. Now, he says my brother is the sort that has an explanation for anything unusual. He's a big guy, so for him to be in that state, it was not normal. Right. He said, I need you to come with me right now. I'll explain when we get in the truck. What? He was still dressed. He hadn't gotten dressed, so he just went with his brother and hopped in the truck with him. He said... There was something in the road by the tracks he needed to show me first. I was not happy about that as I had just had my own experience from something from that way. As we got there, it looked as if something had exploded all over the road. There was blood everywhere, as if something was mowed down in that spot, but there was no body parts anywhere. My brother related then that he had seen coming down the road. This is from his brother. I was coming home, and as I got closer to the tracks, there was this huge thing lying in the road. I thought it must have been a mastiff or a Great Dane in the road, but as I pulled up to it, it didn't look like a dog I'd ever seen. It was hairy. Its head and nose was twice the size of a dog. The body wasn't a dog, just dog-like but much, much bigger. It was all over the place. There was an arm on the road, not dog, a human arm. Fuck. But when they got there, the body was gone and the arm was gone and all that was left was just blood everywhere. What? So it says there was no trace when we got there and it was only minutes that it took us to get there. I said to get the hell out of here now and we went back home. I told him what I experienced just before he got home. A couple of days later, my sister came to me and said she had been seeing a large dog prowling around at night. It was huge, and she had seen it across the street. 
as she sat on the porch. Damn. I told her what my brother and I saw not to the outside or and not to be outside alone until we could find out what it was. We got together and decided to stake out the yard over the next night. Sure enough, it was back in the neighbor's yard. This thing was about the size of a Shetland pony, black in color. We had flashlights and turned it on. Turn it on. It took off the back wall behind the house. Their dog was going off like crazy. They had a small terrier. We watched this dog thing scale the seven-foot wall. The neighbor came out to see what was going on, and we shouted there was something in his yard. Says he went back in and grabbed the pistol and went around back, but the thing was gone, and they never saw it again. (laughs) Wow. That's That's nuts. Crazy. I mean, we just had that story not too long ago about the werewolf in England. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is weird. God damn. This is something that's uh, topics of blowing up. I mean, they're having a whole dog man conference this year. Are they really? In Detroit, yeah. Rock City. Rock City. And actually, when I was looking at stories... There's a website called Phantoms and Monsters. Sure. That I pull news stories from every now and then. But I was looking because they also take reports of things of phantoms and monsters. Oh, that's cool. And then they put them up. And there and there was like four or five throughout the last couple months of reports of dog looking people. Wow. That's pretty uh pretty impressive though. That it's, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know, man. Why the fuck would yeah, it be? I mean, why would all this be ramping up? Is what I'm asking. You know what I mean? It's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, the werewolves are coming back. Here they come. Who knows? Werewolves of London. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. <sighs> so I'll move on to the next one, then. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this one I have uh, two here in one. Nice. I think. Oh. oh, anyways. No, this is just one. Minor sees reptilian eyes in tunnel. Reptilian eyes. Yeah. Uh, so this story was told to me by an Australian miner. Okay. Who is a friend of mine. I will call him William. I know I have known William for over 10 years. He doesn't exaggerate and he is an expert miner. A few years ago it occurred to me to ask him if he had ever seen any reptilians. Why? So I explained why? to him what they why? were. Okay. Why does <laughs> that just supposed to be, come to mind? Reptilians are the ones that are supposed to be living in underground bases. Okay. That's why it comes okay. to mind. There you go. Like, I know my aliens don't don't test I me on that. Don't. It's the, it's the <laughs> reptilians that are supposed to be living underground, which we may have to go into some caves looking for them. I'm fine doing a little spelunking. Yeah, I like spelunking too. <laughs> Anyways, goes on. He told me this following story, which I am quite sure is true. He was visiting a big old copper mine southwest of Bathurst, New South Wales, Australia. The mine was over 100 years old with lots of shafts leading from it. William was similar, has similar 
qualities of Crocodile Dundee and does things that other people would never consider doing. He wanted to see in the mine to see if it was still worth mining. Even though he did not, he didn't have a flashlight with him. He lowered himself in on a rope and went east along a mine shaft for about two hundred yards. Okay. He felt along the wall and was getting used to the lack of light. There was a little coming down from the shaft. Suddenly, eight feet to the right of him, he saw a big pair of greenish-gray eyes about six inches apart. Son of a bitch. As they were round, he did not notice what kind of pupils they had. He saw them blink. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Yeah, he didn't didn't notice any kind of pupils. He said he saw them blink. He watched them for about one minute and decided that he was getting the hell out of there. But, yeah, he sat there for like 60 seconds staring at these eyes and they blinked a couple times. Oh, my God. And, I mean... Come on. There could be animals in mine shafts, but to be six inches apart, that's a pretty big animal. Yeah. It would be, and he, he could tell that not... they were they were like grayish, greenish color. <sighs> I'm thinking it's not an alien, or not an alien. I mean, an animal. It's not an animal. Doesn't sound like it to me, it but I don't know. Like I mean, animal. god damn it! I've never been to Australia. No, I know they have big animals down there, but. I don't know what it could be that's in the mine. I know the animals go into the mine. God damn it. <laughs> Come on. Reptilians, man. Right? This is what I'm saying. I, I've i met a reptilian before. What? What do you mean? I'm not lying. What do you mean? Uh, I told you this story about my friend that I changed can't. into a reptile. And back again? I do remember you telling me about this. Yeah. However. Same guy that told me about the base under Bendix, and he was right about that. Is this guy going to be a part of the documentary? I'm probably not. Honestly, he's a little stalkerish now. I don't know. I get a bad vibe from him. He's the guy. <laughs> after after I told that story on the show. Yeah. Um. I tried to find him because I hadn't seen him in like eight years. Sure. Yeah, like eight years. And I found him. And I mailed him a letter because I couldn't find any other way to get a hold of him because his family actually has big time mafia ties here in Kansas City. So he hides himself. I don't blame Uh, him. Anyways, anyways, all that aside, he, I don't know, I have, I just get a yeah, I, I usually trust my gut, and my gut told me not to meet up with him. You I don't know why. Fuck that. I mean, he's told me crazy stories in the past, and uh, he's actually kind of why I lean politically the way I lean politically. He was a good friend there for a while. He was my neighbor. Sure. I talked to him almost every day, but now I don't know. I just have a weird. I had a weird vibe. Damn. Gut feeling saying that I shouldn't. He has one hell of a story to tell, and I keep telling myself I need to contact him and just, like, have him tell a story, and I'll just put it into a book. And it's, like, literally that. You don't need to do anything to it. 
damn man so maybe maybe we'll figure that out but yeah he literally told me a story about him and his friend they were in high school and um they were in the basement hanging out smoking you know just doing whatever they weren't doing any hard drugs though okay they weren't smoking pot they were just smoking cigarettes and hanging out oh and uh he went upstairs to get something and he said as he was coming back down the stairs he could feel his body change and like his shoulders started dragging along the walls mm-hmm. and he felt like he was starting to hunch over and all this other stuff and his friend when he got to the bottom his friend looked at him and looked horrified and ran out he's like gone and then and then uh he blacked the the guy blacked out it took him 10 years to get out of his friend what he saw. 10 years? His, yeah, his friend said that he saw that he had scales. He had yeah. wings. His shoulders were all... He looked like a huge man-sized praying mantis with wings. And he, he I do know that this guy... This guy has that R&H blood or RNA blood or whatever that blood that's supposed to be the ancient line is. Oh really? Uh, the new thing that they're talking about now. Yeah. I know that he has that. I, I I mean I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, he could be making it up, but though I was able to verify uh, some of the stuff he told me was true. So who knows? It's pretty crazy. It's pretty. Fun he didn't ever think he was an alien, but I'm I've heard I've actually heard theories alien. of this bloodline that he has. Um. And they haven't even they hadn't even really talked about it until more recent that this is an ancient bloodline that um, now conspiracy theorists think reach back through like the ancient Nephilim and stuff right, like that. Right. So who knows? <sighs> who knows? Not me. That's fucking nuts, though. It's fucking crazy, buddy. Never turned into a reptile when I was around him. <laughs> you know, I got one more story. Alright, I want to hear it. This one does not have a happy ending. Oh, shit. You're gonna get have dark you ever us. heard of um... Oh, God, what's his name? Why did I not put it on here? Murray? Murray. The Murray abduction? Yeah, but Why? I swear I have. I swear I have. I'm I'm trying to. I'm trying to uh, remember. It's Elizabeth Murray that that was uh, abducted, but the story is from her husband. Okay. So I'll go ahead and read it. This is him telling it. So my wife Elizabeth and I have three children, all of them out of the house and with families of their own. I am a truck driver and have been in the profession since I was 22 years old, and it is something that I enjoy, minus the time away from family. At times, I would take the wife and kids with me, but with the new company regulations, I have not been allowed to do it. I was in Michigan when I got a call from my wife, panicking. She couldn't fully explain why she was so upset, so upset, but she was totally she had told me that she believed she had been drugged and possibly raped. Oh my God. I immediately turned around and drove home insisting that she phone the police, but she wouldn't. 
I got there and she was still a wreck. And she began telling me that she thought it had may have been aliens. And I didn't know what to say, but I thought that she was just delirious. That night, I took her to the ER and there were no signs of rape. There was an odd burn on her right shoulder. I brought her home and thought nothing of it, thinking that she must have just had a bad dream. Well, I called my boss and took the week off to stay with her. That's when it got strange. The next morning, I went to cut the grass. I noticed four large burn marks in the grass, all circular in formation. Shit. There was also a small burn on one of the pieces of wood in the stockade fence. The grass was black and brittle and broke in my hand. I didn't know what to make of it. That's when I looked up at my tree and noticed that there were leaves that had that were burnt but still attached and they were 20 feet in the air. Fuck. It was as if a fireball had come down from the sky, singed them, and then somehow bounced around in my backyard. Oh, my God. Let me say this, too. I live about two miles away from my closest neighbor, so asking around wasn't a practical thing to do. Yeah. My wife would go through hypnotic regression and would recall being taken to a ship in our backyard, exactly where the burn marks were, and brought upon a ship where they performed several acts on her, each more intrusive than the last. She became a basket case, and the week that I returned to work, she would end her life. No. I gave her a gun for protection because it was I was never home. No. I never imagined that she would turn it on herself. Oh, my God. It says, I have gone everywhere I could to tell my story. I want answers. I know you work with a lot of victims. He's talking to the person he wrote this to. Right. And I'm hoping oh. to get my story out there. Many dismiss regression, but there is physical evidence. I sent the grass to the college. They've removed the name. And they said that there are signs of radiation burns. Radiation. Then they let me... Oh yeah. Then they tell me that there was no... Then they tell me that there's no radiation burns. Like they were told not to say anything. Yeah. He goes on to say, I'm incredibly depressed. And... Wow. And don't want the story to just die with her. So. Damn, man. That's weird. The lady freaking killed herself. Damn. Yeah, because she was remembering what had happened. Right, to exactly. Her. Dude, that's fucking bad. That's. Oh, my God. Fucking Debbie Downer. Good good, <laughs> good job, Koopsick. God. No, I just I wanted to end it with an abduction story. You know what, though? Let me tell you this, though. Let me just say this right now. Because that guy, I get why he got her the gun and all that stuff, right? I get it. Because he, you know, she was wigging out. He thought, hey, she needs protection. Rightfully so. I would totally agree with that, right? However, he gives her the gun. And then he says, you know, I never thought she would turn it on herself, I believe is what he said. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing I would think of. I don't know why I'm weird like that, but if I was to give somebody something like that, I'd be like, but is this person crazy enough to fucking kill themselves? Because if they are, then I'm just going to not give them this at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think about weird shit like that. Now, yeah, I, I don't know get, if I would stay in that house, though. That's what I'm saying. 
I mean, you just fucking move. So man. he took a week off, and it was right when he went back to work that she killed her. Wow. Killed God, killed man. Herself. So that's hard. During that week is when she had the regression, and yeah. it, as that stuff was coming out, and then you had the burn marks and all this other stuff. <sighs> I don't understand why he left her there and went back to work. Why I didn't know, they? Man. I understand. I get being Dude. attached to your house. Sure. Um, it could probably, if you know, if it could happen there, who knows if moving away will keep it from happening again? But at least she wouldn't have to be left in the house again. Oh my god! So I don't know why. I mean, I mean, you would think that they're retired and their kids aren't home, and maybe yes. they don't have the money to move, but they probably sell the house and move well maybe that's why he that. went back maybe that's why he went back to work so quickly is because they just needed the money because i mean truckers they make good money yeah you know so maybe that was i don't know i think i would just i it, i'm not faulting the guy it's not the no, guy's fault at absolutely all. i'm just not. trying to put myself in the situation i think if if I was in that situation, it didn't matter how much money I had. I would try to figure out a way to leave yeah. that house. Yeah. You got to figure something out. That's fucking nuts, man. I I, I really thoroughly enjoyed this show. I'm just going to say that right now. There, I said it. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Telling just like good old-fashioned spooky stories. That was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself. Thanks. You, you, you enjoyed yourself. I enjoyed myself. Thank you for that. <laughs> hopefully, you guys. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed yourselves too. Let us know. Uh, like I said, let us know any topics that you want us to uh, tackle here. Nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. Let us know. I do want to mention real quick before yeah. we go. Yeah. What I'm thinking. Part of what our membership area is going to entail. So, it's going to have um, all of our premium episodes. So you want to buy them separately, um, right? Right. Uh, possibly we'll have special ecto gear and special or special prices in the store. We'll see. Hell yeah! Um, I am envisioning exclusive giveaways and exclusive events. For our members. That could be fun. Um, I will personally write a premium monthly ectoplasm newsletter to send out to all our premium members. Sexy. Um, I'm thinking that we can have like a chat room and other like or a forum or some sort of way to interact with everybody else as a premium member, including ourselves. That's a good idea. And other things. So uh, who knows where it can go? And I, you know. Starting out five ten bucks a month, I think would be good. We need to figure that out, but um, maybe ten bucks a month or a hundred bucks a year, or we could do five bucks a month, fifty bucks a year. I don't know. We'll just have to see what the reception looks like. But right, and um, all you would have to do is uh, when you, whenever you purchase that, I would send you a password to the premium area. Yeah. Your Actually, you, I would send you a membership thing, and you would make up your own password with your email address. So. There you go. That's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I'll look for that soon, hopefully. The password is verisimilitude. <laughs> <laughs> Deaf fact? New England clam chowder. 
Look for me on the Kansas City Bastards podcast. Yeah. They record, they record every week, but they only release their shows four at a time once a month because they have affiliates that play their show on the radio and they right. want to make sure the affiliates are done before with them before they put them out in podcast form. But they're funny and they're good to listen to and they're they're current and they talk about current news and, and nice. stuff like that. So Nice. All right. It's brother. not just about Kansas City, it's current national news. So that's good. And it's fresh. Yeah, fresh. Ooh. Very nice. All right, brother. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to wrap up the show. I hope everybody is doing well. Have a good rest of your week. And we will see you all again early Friday morning. Peace out.